rabbit is like a uh, yes. luchador or superhero. Luchador superhero. Yeah. Why it's do you think he's a luchador? Kevin Hart. Welcome back to the Secret Life of Pets podcast. <laughs> wow. Why do we? Why do I think he's a luchador? Yeah, I think you're making assumptions because you're a racist. <laughs> it's a, there's so, like a wrestling. It's like a wrestling hey. scene. All right. Kevin Hart's the racist. That. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> I've seen well, those tweets. All right. <laughs> Welcome back. That's Never, that first and last episode. <laughs> Welcome back to Never Seen Coming Any of Me. <laughs> Alright, uh, I am Andy. This uh, this racist you're hearing over here is Sam. Raymond? Oh, oh. no! He had nothing to do with this! I tried to switch over. It was. Wow. It's not me, guys. I'm not the racist. Okay. Alright, well, Sammy, you've done that. Now. Did, did, hey. I, did I prove my point by saying that? Yeah. Alright. I'm Sammy. I'm Raymond. See? You don't have to be mean about and it. And I'm an alcoholic. <laughs> I'm gonna be. all right well uh this is gonna be one of our a little bit shorter episodes because we're pretty much just gonna be talking about the movie we reviewed yeah i have some things i watched over the week no i'm kidding no you don't (laughs) uh so this was my choice to watch on our own this week because i hadn't seen it but i really wanted to see it i was gonna ask you that but we talked before when this started when i got here yes you hadn't seen it i had not seen it even funnier to me. Yeah, I really we went through this cause, together because we were just looking at movies at my house, and you were like, "Oh, sorry to bother you. We should just yeah. do that one." And then you snuck in another movie on us too. You get two for one here. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> well, you guys two can, for Wickwire. Two you for Wickwire. You guys can pick for the next couple weeks. <laughs> uh, no, it's fine. But uh, yeah, we watched "Sorry to Bother You," uh, twenty eighteen feature film debut of director Boots Riley. Oh yeah, I love Boots Riley. Yeah, and Boots. the first. Big movie for Lakeith Stanfield. Right? He was in Get Out. Yes. Yes. Yes, he is. Kind of a big part of Get Out. Before this? I can't remember. This is the first one he started. Right. Yeah. But I'm just saying, Get Out came out out first. So this came out in 2018, and I heard it played a bunch of festivals, Mm -hmm. and I heard people being like, there's no way to describe this movie. It's very weird, but it's very unique. And I've, you know, that's what people liked about it. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, unique is good. Yeah. I'm all for unique. Uh, I was, so I was really interested to see this movie. I had it on my watch list on Letterboxd. And I, uh, oh, there's, there's going to be cat noises in this episode, possibly. I didn't think that cat was here anymore. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's why I was very surprised. I was like, there's oh. another cat here. Yeah, no, we'll talk about that later. No wonder I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Boots Riley is a very popular rapper. Musician, activist, very much, act- which plays a part in this movie. He sure does. He is... He is heavily involved in activism. He has a great name. Yes. And he is a rapper, lyricist, project runner of different, so has really he done, different musical projects. Has he done something else since this? No. 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 This is okay. his first big movie thing. Right, but I was wondering, since this one, is, no. is he doing? And apparently he kind of, um, he came out swinging with sure. this movie uh-huh. and didn't do a whole lot to make friends in Hollywood. Oh, sure. Because he called out a bunch of people. Who didn't like this movie. Oh, interesting. <laughs> really? And, um, well, one of the things that we'll talk about later in the movie mm-hmm. is that there's a story behind behind it. Oh, interesting. Um, I mean, I get why people wouldn't like this movie. <laughs> yes, this movie was very divisive. I think it has, like, a D-Cinema score. because Because it was like, you were either on board for this movie and, and like it a lot, mm-hmm. or it is so weird and I off-putting. think I'm on board until that point. To I, be honest, <laughs> I, think, I was until that point too. <laughs> yes. I think I'm on board for the whole thing because I, 
I remember the trailers when the trailers came out and be like, oh man, because I've watched season one of Atlanta and I really like Lakeith. I and think the trailers do a really good job of selling the first hour yes, and a half. Yes, that's what I was going to say. As I was watching the movie, I was like, the trailer did a, trailers really did a good job of showing what this movie's going to be about. Uh-huh. I think that's really good. And then it hits a point. The we'll last 20 <laughs> minutes are very, very insane. Yes. Yeah, I had, I, I have a lot of people I, I follow and look up to in the music world and also, um, people I am friends with who are super into music. And I, so I was vaguely aware of Boots Riley before this, and I had heard some of his stuff, and he did a project with Tom Morello called Street Sweeper Social, Social Club that came out in the mid-2000s. And um, so I was familiar with that part of his life. And so when the trailer for this came out, and it was like movie written and directed by Boots Riley, all, every, all, everyone in that scene was talking about it. I had several friends send it to me, like, holy shit, Boots Riley wrote and directed a movie. Yeah. And I saw the trailer, I was like, Surreal, funny, cool. Okay, mm-hmm. that's the last thing I ever fucking heard about it. And I watched the movie, and I was so... Until we get to that point in the movie where it changes, I was like, oh yeah, this is cool, okay. I get what they're I going get, for, yeah. Uh-huh. And I was like, and then the thing happens, and I was like, oh, that's... Oh, okay. Well, I yeah. guess we're here. I yeah. guess we're here now. This is the thing we're doing. <laughs> so what the trailer shows, and what a big majority of the movie is, is a guy going into telemarketing... And he starts to use his white white guy voice, uh-huh. and that gets him to make all the sales it's and so make it to the power. So call funny level. that I immediately knew it was David Cross. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, David Cross, and then the Patton Oswalt. Patton Oswalt is Mr. There Bleed. were still times when they were both talking that uh-huh. I was like, "Who's talking right now?" Yeah. Because they are both like white guy voices, and right. and who does Danny and Danny Glover's Danny voice was? I don't remember. I didn't even think about it when he because he only does it once. And, so I was like, oh, um, who does it? Who did Tessa Thompson's white voice is Lily Collins. Oh, that's funny. Yeah, her, she, Brit- her British white which voice. Which is funny, because Tessa Thompson is, yeah. is yes. British. Yeah. Uh-huh. And she does that in Westworld. Yeah. So it's like she could have, but the, it's a stylistic choice for her to have been a different one. Right. Uh-oh. Run, Mabel, run! <laughs> Cat antics. Cat <laughs> antics. Uh, yeah, so... Obviously, there's going to be spoilers for this movie. There's, so there's no way to talk about it without that. I would say mm-hmm. that there is no other movie that I can say, name off the top of my head that is in any way like this. Nope, it is wholly unique, and I think it's hilarious. I think that it's crazy, crazy, and it's out there. And I love how unique it is and fresh and like unlike anything I'd ever seen. I am so happy that this movie exists. Mm -hmm. I think I like the ending more than you guys. Apparently, this is like the third ending that they filmed. That's interesting. Because it had a very unsatisfying ending. And apparently, this is is more satisfying. Both the movies that we watched this week, we just did the review on the amazing Jonathan one. I was like, I wasn't sure how it was going to end, and then it kind of just ended. And then this movie, I was like, I'm not really sure how this is going to end. And then it just kind of ends. <laughs> I, yeah. I mean, I guess the the ending of this one, it's like a big like, oh man, reveal. And then the like right after the credits, or like there's two credits, uh-huh. and then there's another yeah. like ending. Which I was like, okay. <laughs> I think that there is not a miscast person in this entire cast. I think every single person in this movie is doing such a good job yes. in the part that they are doing. I love Steven Ewan. 
Steven Yeun is so good. He's great in this. I, I didn't even know that he was in it. The Walking Dead. He is in everything the last two years. He has just shown up in like every interesting uh-huh. indie project that's come along. Mm-hmm. He's like, yep, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Including, I think you should leave. Mm-hmm. Who the the, <laughs> yes. the other lady is in this movie as oh, well. Right. The, Gar- the Garfield, yeah. the Garfield lady. Yes. I, she is hilarious. Now every time I see her, that's all I think of because I know you would be like, oh, it's the Garfield lady. <laughs> the part where she's telling everyone her name and she goes, Mrs. Do. Boo cherry, and they're like debauchery. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> oh my god, it's it's so funny. But then uh, I just think it's leading to a certain like story of it infiltrating. Has a conventional ending, and then it hey, Captain. <laughs> it has a conventional it's ending, and then it keeps going. Like, immediately about faces it because it, it goes, nope. keeps she keeps showing that company of the uh, housings yeah, like worry free, worry free. <laughs> hey. Fucking got bit again. Uh, do you want to talk about the movie? You watched part of it with me. Do you want? Do you have something to say? No. Nope. <laughs> That's a no. That's a no. Can't get him. To, can't get Mabel to. That's okay. Because it like is setting up for the, him to like either infiltrate it or right. get more involved in it and like break it from the inside or whatever. Which right. is literally what's going on when uh-huh. he goes to that party. And he meets the main guy, which is Army Hammer, yeah, which I so think Army funny. Hammer is great. Army Hammer's so good in this movie. <laughs> he is, I feel like a lot of the stuff that he's done recently, it's the same kind of thing. Yeah. Where he's, he's doing really he good. He off the it? radar. He took that yeah. Lone Ranger money. Yep. And he, he just was like, I'm going to do, like, Call Me By Your Name. That, like, he was really good in Free Fire, which I don't know yeah. if you guys have seen that. Yeah, he did really good in that. And then he's like, here, do some cocaine. And he's like, can we, before we watch this video, can I go to the bathroom? And he's like, oh yeah, go to the jade door on the uh-huh. left. He Which, goes in. That reveal is a very funny. When it comes back to that, it's very funny that it's like, it's like no, I went in the jade door. He goes, "This is very door. obviously an olive door." No. That's the jade door. But he points to the left, and he told him to go to the right to the jade door. So he points to the left and says that that's the jade door. Mm-hmm. So he already like I think I don't I don't think he purposely meant for him to see it. I don't know right. if he did, Doesn't but. Sound like Keep talking, I'm disposing of a cat. <laughs> We're having cat problems. But I don't want to reveal what it is without you here. <laughs> right. right. Um, so we can talk about Tessa Thompson and her earrings. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they were so cool. Because they even, they show that like in the trailer too. Right. Where she has the different earrings. But then they like point out at one point, they're like, oh, I didn't see your earrings. I didn't know you changed your earrings. Uh-huh. And they're like the dude in the electric chair. Right. Like golden. Uh-huh. <laughs> and it like makes no reference to that or anything. Like I thought for sure her earrings were like setting up things that were going to happen later. Uh-huh. Or like if that was the point. But no, it was just like weird earrings mm-hmm. to be weird earrings yeah. and to Constantly. be different. And a call, it's a call to it every single time. It's not that yeah. she's wearing them. It's like, hey, those are cool earrings. And yeah. And a shot to her ear where she's wearing some outrageous. The one that it's like the bejeweled dick. Yeah. <laughs> like just points that one out. Like. Yeah, it's she's an she's very interesting because it's it's cool like it's not really much of a real reveal because I, I was like I bet that's her but she goes to do the spray gra- graffiti uh-huh. yeah and it's like a guy with a beard and then it's like oh it's her uh-huh. <laughs> which then makes you think like how did she stay with him for even as long as she did stay with him when yeah. he started to be the oh, power caller I think it's interesting because it, ultimately I think the movie does have a satisfying ending because it is Lakey uh, Cash. Is a very passive. Another character. great name. Yeah, he's very name. desperate. <laughs> for... Cash is green. Cash yeah, is green. Cash is green. He's very desperate for money. Mm-hmm. So like that's his motivation. He's also, but he's uh, in a relationship with Tessa Thompson's de- uh, character Detroit, and she is okay on money. She, mm-hmm. She's very 
like free will. She comes yeah. from money. She right. has parents that had money. And so she is a, able to be an artist and right. was free spirit. Whereas he's not. He's trying to do everything he can uh-huh. to oh, have the, money. She's doing the sign thing and then Stephen Yen comes up and he's like, oh, let me try it. And then he does like crazy tricks with yeah. it. He's like, oh, I did it in California. And so <laughs> she... um. I don't know, it seems like he's a very passive character, and his whole arc in the movie is becoming less of a passive character. Sure, yes, yeah. And, you know, discovering that having money doesn't necessarily make you a better person. I think it, I think it does that, too, with then the, it's, its first ending. And then and it, goes then it about like, face. Yeah, then it yes. goes for another fucking minute, and then the end credit shit. It's like, it has the bit mm-hmm. with the satisfying ending, and then it gives you some more ending. It's like, oh, okay. And I think part of that is just Boots Riley saying, sure. like, it's a, it's and never I, gonna, it's never it's gonna not change. play out the way, yeah. Right. But I think that he could have done that without what happens. Yeah. <laughs> I guess, so, I guess it didn't, no, I wasn't angry about the ending, but I wasn't I, mad. No, I, I, I just, like, I did huh. not expect it at all. And right. It, it doesn't, I, it. It's, I don't know. I don't know. If and I guess fits, I, w- <laughs> I would rather have an ending that I wasn't expecting that kind of pulls the rug out from under me mm-hmm. than have the satisfying ending that I could see coming. Right. Maybe, yes, so that's, that's why I appreciate it, but I also understand why you would watch that and be like, what the hell? It's like, and also the base narrative of this movie with Cash, without the surrealistic elements and the, the twist that happens, mm-hmm. it's a very standard narrative of like a story of, of someone who, you know, comes from nothing has to sacrifice his own soul to make it in the world and then realizes he could do that some other way without having to be a bad person. That's a pretty normal fucking, you know, stereotypical template for a mm-hmm. movie. But the way this goes about it is so incredibly different. I think it should be lauded. But it just does take a, such a weird turn. Like, I, okay, I think why is this the same it, movie? I think it would have made it better for me mm-hmm. is if it would, they had built more of a world where you could expect that to happen because uh-huh. they have a different it's like a different hyper-realistic this movie world. feels very right. sci-fi to me sure yes but it never at any point makes me think that is a possible thing that can happen do we right. want to talk about it now that andy's back yes yeah. so he, people he goes to the, go to the bathroom and there's a man already in the stall and he, the guy's like can you help me and he's like oh man i don't know if i can he's like can you kill me and he's like well, okay let me come in opens the door and an equisapien falls out a, a man horse a man horse Just with giant dick the the biggest flopping head. dick yeah <laughs> the scene where he goes back and our hammer is like no 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 no, no. just let me explain it to you is so funny yeah, he's huh? like if you would have watched the video first you wouldn't have been upset <laughs> you would have understood <laughs> Army Hammer's performance in that scene alone is so fucking funny. And then they make you think that he is going to turn, so then they set up the ending. But, like, he right. does that cocaine. He's like, oh, no, that was just cocaine. Even though it shows how the horses are made is by doing the cocaine-type right. cocaine substance. Yeah. yeah. Right. But there are a bunch of those horse things that they're making to then do production. Yeah, slave labor. Slave labor, yeah. but uh, stronger slave labor. Why do they have to have a horse head? What is that? What does that? Because horses are stronger than us. And also, I think that's just. Dick. I think that's just a byproduct of them making them stronger. And also, the is giant me- the, Well, <laughs> why isn't gorilla the first thing they go to? Why is horse the first thing they go to? Horse power. Uh, I guess it's symbolic. Yeah. Okay. Also, all if right. you look in Army Hammer's house, he has horse, a, things. horse things all over his house. Well, it's like right. the fucking. Pl- I mean, the giveaway is the horse plate that he just did cocaine. Yeah, Mr. Bobo. Yeah, Mr. Bobo. <laughs> No, the, and then when he comes back and he's freaking out, he's like, "No, no, 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 no! Let me lay this down on you." He's like, "You're gonna, you're gonna become one," 
and then you're going to infiltrate them, and you're going to be their version of Martin Luther King, but you're going to be working for us. He's like, two things. It's limited. You only have a f- you have five years, and then you're out. You'll come back, and I'll give you that secret sauce. secret sauce serum. And he was like, "That sounds made up. You can't make that up." And never addresses that. Just keeps going. And he goes, "And two, and most importantly, I cannot stress this enough. You will have a horse dick." <laughs> and they sure do. Yeah. Goodness. <laughs> it was something else. And then they come up again at the end of the movie when he breaks them out. And Forrest Whitaker horse takes out a bunch of the police. Oh, is that who that was? <laughs> yes, the, Forrest Whitaker. I didn't realize that. Because I, I was looking oh, up the cast. The main one is Forrest Whitaker. I didn't know that he was. <laughs> oh, huh. I read that they had, because the, everything in this movie is practical. Yes, it looks Which like I really enjoy. Which makes it seem more, if it was CGI, it would have been like terrible yeah so i think it's cool that they decided to it's do it's also but I mean, the yes. one that falls out of the stall very much did a very good job because uh-huh. it was practical and then the next being couple like that shocking shower, like the shower stalls and shit yes yeah but then uh-huh. the ones that are in the street uh-huh. <laughs> it's you see them in the light and they see them for longer yeah. and you're like okay they, they but um, i think it's cool that they did practical the out the costume mm-hmm. of it they only made one so oh. they're all reused on different people and superimposed oh. into the uh, okay. scenes together but it was made by the same guy who made the uh, the Predator costumes. Oh, interesting. So it's like okay. a very famous like Hollywood guy that made uh-huh. made these costumes. And it's like, yeah, he sure did. I can't believe that was not spoiled for me in the years no, since. I had no idea. No yes. clue that was I don't, coming. I, did a lot of people see this movie? I think it was a... It was a people some, who follow film festivals. Yeah, yeah, it was a semi-hit. And a lot of people were pushing for it to have some sort of awards present. Well, it and, came along right at the same time as Black Klansman did. Yes. And that turned out to be like the contender for awards. And yeah. another movie that I want to watch called Blind Spotting. Oh, yes. That is uh, also really also about race relations in Oakland. Mm-hmm. So it was a very similar movie that was a right. little bit more like what the Academy was expecting. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people I've heard say that Sorry to Bother You is is pushing the message home harder. Sure. But the other one is much more appealing to a larger audience. Yes. So that was kind of the one that I don't think either of them did great financially. Mm-hmm. But right. and Black Klansman was the Spike Lee one. Right? But, Does Blind Spotting have some crazy thing that happens? No. Okay. It's it more. Have an Equisapien? Yeah. No. No. It's, Are there more Equisapien movies that I'm missing out on? No. Blind Spotting is um, about a guy who he goes to jail because of. It's like a misunderstanding. He's a, he's a black man, and he goes to jail for when he probably shouldn't have. Mm. And he gets out on parole, and he's doing everything he can to to stay out of trouble mm-hmm. so that he doesn't have to go back to jail for something that he didn't right. really do. And his best friend in the world is a white guy who doesn't understand that he can't be the black guy. So it's like the white guy that goes around saying the N-word and being like, Yo, man, let's go buy some Glocks, and he's like, "No, let's not." And it's uh-huh. it's kind of like how his best friend is a terrible person and right. is gonna get him thrown in jail. Again. Right. Speaking of the part where he raps, oh, so funny! I was like, Very funny I was cringing oh, when they all started to say along yeah. with him. I was like, Ugh. but I mean, that's a very like, it's a very good way to show the how race plays into how white people will treat black people like a 
commodity. Like a commodity at a party like that, you know? Especially like the rich one percenters. Yeah, because Armie Hammer's like, you can rap. I know you can. You can it's rap. Like, no, it's I like really can. It's like the scene from fucking Atlanta, season one. Yes. With Donald Glover in the house. Yeah. 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 Um, like, speaking, well, do you know who your ancestors yeah. are? <laughs> speaking of Donald Glover, he was supposed to play Cash. That's up, so crazy. Up until like a month before they started would've, filming. That would have been crazy. And then Solo went into reshoots and he was contractually obligated to Disney first. So they're like, who else can we grab? Let's grab somebody else for me. Donald Glover suggested <laughs> his friend Lake Heath. Yeah. And who was great. I think yeah. I think it was a great thing. For, he is a very weird dude. Yeah. He comes across on everything he's in. Yeah. Yes, in Atlanta, he's the weirdest. We <laughs> and yes, apparently, yeah. like, a lot of people who interviewed him for the, for Sorry to Bother You, he was very surreal in his interviews, too. Uh, like, he uh, was very Eric Andre-ish in sure. the way he answered things. So, yeah. Interesting. Okay, some, of the, some of the visuals, especially early on, where it's like when he starts doing the telemarketing calls and it just drops his desk into their home. That is such so a cool, cool idea, yeah. It's such a good way to convey what, like, a conversation between a telemarketer and someone at home. Mm-hmm. It's so, like the, it's so the old lady that, like, uh-huh. oh, I, yeah. he has cancer. And, <laughs> yeah. And then the stuff that's happening in the background. With, and it like, only does. The coffee machine is going Yeah, the coffee machine's going crazy. And then there's a time when they're, like, talking across from the bar and there's, uh-huh. like, weird bikes going by uh-huh. and, like, the car's breaking down. There's, like,. Mm-hmm. Times where that's happening, I don't know. Those are the only two that I saw, but there's stuff going on in the background yeah. too that is like interesting. I think that's supposed to drive home the point. The point that like they're not looking past what's right in front of them, right. and there's all this diabolical shit that's happening, but everybody's looking past it, and uh-huh. nobody's paying attention to it, even though it's like mm-hmm. right there, blaring in your face. Sure. The part where Stephen Yen is like on the news and he's like, "What if you get chlamydia or other STDs?" <laughs> and you have yeah. to you have to look it up on on WebMD and then you're not quite sure. So then you gotta go to your doctor and everyone's like, "Yeah." yeah. <laughs> anyway, fuck oh, them. <laughs> yeah. Another scene that I really, really, really loved was when uh, uh, Cash and his cousin were getting mad at each other and they got in a compliment oh, fight. A compliment match. Yeah. Yes. I hope you have a successful month. I hope you have a whole successful year. Fucking love you. Fucking love you too. You smell good. What is we that? We both smell Deodorant. good. Two brothers smelling good. We should hang out. <laughs> I'll get six drinks. We'll get all the drinks. Yeah. Um, okay, so the the claymation movie that happens. Oh man. The to explain Shit. to explain the horse people. <laughs> Army Hammer's like, it's high production value. Yeah, it's claymation. And it's fucking there's like Boobs swaying around. Yeah, they, 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 even though uh, they're just standing, yeah, they're still separate. just like swaying. Around. It is a so it is an homage to Michael Gondry, who's a very Michelle Gondry, Michelle Gondry who's yeah. a very famous uh, claymation director. Right. And so Boots and Boots Riley reached out to him and said, "I as an homage, I would I think it'd be really funny if we said that you directed this movie within the movie." And he said. <laughs> That's funny. Uh-huh. I like it. He sent him the. He sent it to him, and he was like, "This is really funny. I like it." A month went by, and then his agents got in contact and said, "No, you can't use the name." Right. So Ugh. instead of figuring out, Boots Riley went, "Fuck you!" Then and made a name. It's like making fun of him. Uh-huh. It's like a degrading name instead. Yes. It does, it does what is the name? To... It's like Michelle Dogry, or yes. to uh, call okay. him a dog or something uh-huh. like that. And then it publicly said. That's a fucked up thing. You're a bad person. Uh-huh. And also said that in every movie he does from now on, he's going to take a dig at Michelle Gondry until he apologizes to him. Uh-huh. 
That's kind of like okay, boots. Oh. <laughs> I mean, he's yeah. he's a man who knows what he wants, and right. he's gonna fight for it. So like, good for him for sticking to his guns. But it's like, right. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have been burning bridges on nothing my first he movie. Does is conventional. Yeah. His, in his artistic life, nothing he does is conventional. So that makes sense that he would be fine with burning a bridge. Yeah. Because this is the one movie he's made. So who knows if he plans mm-hmm. on making another? And if he does, yeah. I think. What does he care about? I know, think he has. He has written another. And he's going to direct it. Like, it's set up to film this year. Mm-hmm. I'm it, This movie, if anything, made me want to see anything else that he right. does. Yeah, it, it, makes, it makes me interested to see. I just it, don't think it sticks the landing that it gives itself. I think, it's, yeah. I think it gives itself a landing, which... Just not quite there. It gives itself its own ending that I think works. And then it goes, but what if we just... What if we just uh, went with the most insane thing? Wouldn't that be a fun way to end it? And then it does. And I think that's what I kind of like. I give this movie a lot of credit for uh-huh. how unique it is. Sure. And like, I was not expecting half of the things that happened. Right. Me so right. it yeah. was it was a very easy watch because I was like being blown away every scene. What do you think of Tessa Thompson's uh, artistic performance? So funny <laughs> when Cash gets all mad about it, like because he doesn't get it, so he's right. like trying oh, to stop them. There's nothing to. Yeah, and that's right. like it's the point. Yeah, pretentious. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Throw things at, throw bullets, broken phones, and uh, sheep's blood at me. While yeah, I recite quote. this one line from yeah. this one movie. Yeah. yeah, and then when he stops it, and then he goes to leave, and she's like, "Let's start from the beginning," and <laughs> so then puts on a helmet. <laughs> uh, Terry Crews in this movie is really funny. It made me uncomfortable because I'm not used to seeing him swear. Yeah. Are you okay? <laughs> that was that and Danny Glover. Danny Glover is his, so good in this movie. It's like it's what you expect. Like his, I mean, there's even a fucking. I'm too old for this. Shit. Yep. Yeah. But, and they share they share a look when he says uh, that. But it's just like it made me uncomfortable hearing him talk like that. It was just like every other word out of his mouth is motherfucker, motherfucking this and that. Mm. I was like, that's how you expect him to talk based off a lethal weapon. But that's weird. Yeah. yeah. And like hyper aware. Of what everyone knows him as. Mm-hmm. It's just like, motherfucking this and that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, this oh. seems weird. And I just remembered the, the part where he gets his money. And then the thing's breaking open and he's getting oh, newer yeah. things. That was so, another homage to so, Michelle Gondry. Yes. Is it? That's yeah. so cool. I thought, so he did, I, I was going to watch did, like uh, the whole scene of it. Yep. And he also uh, did the White Stripes Fell in Love with the Girl music video. And mm-hmm. the Daft Punk Defunk video where it's a dog with a boombox who no one will let him listen to his music. If you've ever seen that. Uh, I haven't seen that. <laughs> That's Michelle Gondry and Spike Jones. Oh, is it both yeah. of them? Oh, it's, that makes sense then too. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> really makes sense. But yeah, it was just a cool way to show him getting the nicer things. Was uh-huh. Like, even seem I don't even know if you do you see hands of them put no, but it, like it Everything seems like breaks open right, but like the blanket frame. going over them right. and then like the bed getting bigger. It almost uh-huh. seems like that you could yeah. right out of frame. People are like putting yeah, yeah doing this stuff. But yeah, it was the TV breaking in half and a bigger TV Big coming TV. out was really cool. Uh-huh. I thought that was just a cool way to yeah. show him getting richer. <laughs> and then good job movie. Yeah, good job. Hey. Way to do it in an interesting way. <laughs> All the transitions they do of shit like that is so inventive mm-hmm. and cool, and I've never seen anything like it. I love yeah. it. Mm-hmm. I've also heard that it's like this movie, in a strange way, does a really good job of of showing Oakland. Sure. Well, I mean, Oakland is, is from Oakland, so that yeah. makes sense, too. And he's very much in that activism scene. Yeah, yeah, so... <laughs> that would make sense that he'd have the most to say about it than anyone else. Right. <laughs> Oh, and the, it was in the trailer, so it, I was like, oh, I know this is coming. But mm-hmm. the part where um, Cassius makes that, like, um, speech to uh-huh. Terry Crews about, like, doing it for his family. Uh-huh. And he's like, I'm your I'm uncle. your uncle. <laughs> Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah. 
very inventive. I'm really glad we watched it, but it yeah. definitely did not go the way I was expecting, and I'm okay with that. Yeah. You really just expect the main thing, the main weird thing to be that he speaks in a, a white guy voice. Yeah, and that's based on the trailers. trailers yeah. yeah, based on the trailers and based on how the movie was going, you're like, oh, that's the main thing. And literally as I was thinking, like, oh, man, he hasn't done the white guy voice as much as I thought he would. Uh-huh. He goes up to the power call level and they're like, you can only you can talk only like talk that. And I was like, oh, here we go. <laughs> now that's all they're going to talk like. Yeah. <laughs> so, I yeah. love the whole invention of the Mr. Bleep character. Mm-hmm. Yes. I don't understand why he is Bleep. But, but it's just but it's fun. and the fact that that <laughs> yeah. character turns into being back to a regular person and drops a voice once he hits the house party mm-hmm. yeah. it's so great like you only have one chance to do something great so you should fucking talk to this dude yeah, yeah. otherwise you know and then that, the last scene of him is like when they're protesting again and they do the statues and he just like he leaves. Turns and leaves he's like bye yeah, yeah. see ya he just walks see ya. out yeah he's like oh he knows what's gonna happen he's like oh I'm done <laughs> yeah. this is it. Yeah, good movie. Yeah, very... enjoyable watch. I've never seen anything like it. No, I would not watch it again. However, yeah, because of what happens, I'm just like I don't. I do think it has such a it has a, a great and relatable message. Yeah, of, of of the current times of once they once Cash decides to expose the horse people, which I think his whole it does have a tonal problem. Where afterwards, when he like him and Detroit get like see the message, the like. They are dealing with what do you do about that? And they're both like, someone needs to know about this. And he's freaking out. Oh, and I thought and then that it just, was... It drops again to like, nothing's happening. And then it drops to him like, playing that everywhere and nothing happens. Well, it, go, it goes the opposite yeah, way. Yeah, I thought that was a really cool thing that he like yeah. goes on that, um, beat the crap out of him, God, whatever that show is called. the shit out of him. Yeah, yeah. Where he, they were like, we'll show your clip if we get to beat you up and then you go on a punch. Yeah, I could yeah. cover and then he's standing there and they mm-hmm. show the clip and then it does the complete opposite where it makes Army Hammer's company even more powerful yeah, their, and stronger their because goes hundreds of percent. Right, it goes mm-hmm. up because they have this technology. Yeah, it's like, oh great, this to, thing that everyone's just gonna solve our workforce. And it's like that is kind of that is that I thought that was a really interesting yeah. like yeah. he tried to do the right thing and it didn't go how he thought it was it's gonna like the go. The world turns a blind eye to it. I yeah. also really liked that it didn't do you, you know, in most movies, you'd think that Tessa Thompson sleeping with um, Steve Yun, Steve yeah. that would, like, demonize her character and, like, mm-hmm. give Cash right. a reason to be mad with her. But the movie doesn't do that. Right. It it very clearly issues, like, we were broken up. I could we do were whatever. on a break. <laughs> we could do whatever I want. And unlike Friends, where it demonizes it. It's, it's resolved it's, in, like, the most adult way. Yeah. Where he's like, he's she's still, like, do you want me to talk, tell you about it? And he's like, do you plan on doing it again? It's like... No, he's like, well, then fine, don't tell me about it. Yeah, know. and it's like he's clearly upset about it, but uh-huh. he's not taking it out on her. Right, and then Stephen Yeun also like gets it when they like start to kiss and be yeah. together. He like he like understands. I was like, like, oh, this up. is refreshing. Like, oh, yeah. yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, I guess that's it for me. Yeah, just right. <laughs> I also kind of like how it sets up that Steven Young just goes from company to company setting up unions, yeah. Yeah. and it never really like says anything more He's about it. He's an insider union guy. His job is to set up unions in places that don't have them. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't actually, you kept referencing, but should we actually talk about what the last ending is? That he fucking is that he a turns into a and person. then they raid, <laughs> raid Army oh, Hammer's house. Yeah. Crazy. I would hope it's for... Like, not only to kill him, but to find the secret sauce if it exists. Which yes, yeah, that's what I was yeah. almost I hoping would happen. Right, I was almost <laughs> hoping they would find it. Because, uh-huh. I don't know, is it a better ending to cut to his nose changing and then not show that he turned into a full horse? I almost w- w- would have 
found I wish it like it didn't change at all, but that's right. a conventional ending. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I almost thought I was like, oh, that ending of him like, oh, he is turning into a horse, and then it just ends, and you're like, oh man, what was gonna happen? Uh-huh. But then they then show the Armor like, Hammer thing where he yeah. is a full horse, and he's a full horse person, and they are coming to kill him. Equisapien. <laughs> I love that they came up with that name Equisapien. for it. Equisapien. So yeah. I appreciated that they treated them like. This is a monstrosity that shouldn't exist, but also you guys exist. Cool. Like where he tries you to now are ta- this thing now. Where he tries to talk to him and he's like, dude, oh, I, I can speak. I'm from Oakland. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and like, oh. <laughs> well, it's like they talked to him regularly before. So the fact that he like, I am, you know, it's like that thank you for helping me. Like, they earlier they went help us yeah <laughs> the video that gets sent to tessa thompson and it's, it ends with harmy hammer going if you don't shut the fuck up i will turn you all into glue i'll turn you into glue. jesus christ <laughs> so good and then he profits from that that's crazy yeah, it's so me. funny <laughs> i the one thing i didn't i mean i get it's like a bunch of tonal shifts and that's kind of the point of of those scenes but it's like he and finishes that scene by going well found my phone and then the next scene he is like flipping out so it's like so weird that they end it with like an upbeat well there it is and then immediately like he is like panicking walking around being like am I gonna turn into a horse we have to let everyone know it's like that's such a weird tonal shift to be like from one scene to the next scene on a weird beat of upwards and then whoa straight down (laughs) yeah it's fucking weird yeah it is a very weird movie Enjoy. I see, absolutely watch it. Yeah, like, I can't wait for um, the sequel where we see the Equus Equus like the, their own society and community. And I'm gonna make Emily watch this movie. So I don't I know. That I was thinking. Oh, I was like, because you were saying you probably won't watch it again, and no. I don't know if I, I could. I don't know if Kenzie would. I almost have to just tell her what happens and see if she wants to see. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if I because she'll be like, "Why did you show me?" <laughs> I don't know. I don't. Know, yeah. I don't know how she would take. When last week we had finished recording last week and like we're gonna watch sorry to bother you i tried to tell my girlfriend i was like i'm gonna watch this this week if you want to watch it with me and she's like what's it about and i was like well it's like a surrealist comedy and she was like oh, i hate surrealism and i was like i know yeah. you're now watching it. you definitely aren't gonna like this <laughs> yeah like, yeah i because we almost went and saw it in theaters when we first saw the trailer oh, wow. we were like oh we because we we uh-huh. like lakeith and it looked like a kind of fun movie to go uh-huh. see and then we never did so then we were like oh we're gonna watch the podcast and then it Turned out we're going to watch two movies, and then we uh, just, Kenzie decided to watch the documentary one sure. instead, so I don't know if she'll, she may still want to watch it, but I don't know if that's a... I don't know if I could describe this to my girlfriend in a way where she'd go, huh. Would you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to say... I wonder if you gonna... would have seen it, would you have recommended for us to watch it? I, when I Absolutely, saw the, I would. When yeah, I saw yeah. the turn, I went, this is why Andy did this. Oh, no, but you, I hadn't you seen it. Yeah, I, had, I didn't know you hadn't seen it. <laughs> so as soon as it, when it got to the, yeah. the, the oh, Echo yeah. Sapiens, I was like, fuck it, Andy. <laughs> No, that wasn't me. I didn't know. That's so funny. Had no clue. I'm 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 thrilled to see that's what you think of me. <laughs> I mean that I love putting you through pain. You um yeah. uh, uh, <laughs> excuse me, midsummer bitch. Uh-huh. We literally did a whole episode on that. Well, me still mad about it. I thought that movie was cathartic and I thought it was gonna be good for you guys to watch and oh, you were gonna go, yeah. Thanks, Andy, that was a good movie. That's, that's what we're exactly gonna say after the hundred and seventy one minute version. Yes. Right. <laughs> Yep. That everyone is raving about. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Well, that being said, we're going to go watch Akira. So <laughs> That's my pick. Although it could have been Andy's pick, any of these. It fits yeah. right along with that theme. Sure does. I love it. I love it. So 
So. All right. We'll be back uh, next week with another review and another episode. Never seen any of this. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. All right. Hell, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. All right.